Hello, people. You are listening to Valley on your favorite cup of coffee. You already know what it is. Thank you so much for tuning in today. So today's episode titled The Manhattanite is dedicated to me because I'm about to be a Manhattanite. But also, this episode is dedicated to one of my absolute closest friends, Yaz. Love you. Miss you. That is my stoner, hippie, vegan cornflake. I absolutely love her. Um, Honestly, I started this podcast on June 2nd, and then today, when I tried to edit it again, it literally, literally would not let me into the new version. So, obviously, the universe and my ancestors want me to re-record. So, here we are, fresh off the... Out of bed, I guess. Three minutes, nigga, pipe down. I've been looking good, I've been feeling nice, working on my aura, cleaning up, working overtime, you be getting boring, so, 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 give me boom, boom, you playing games, you can't, so, gang, gang, you ain't, so, phone number don't change, though. So, for those of you that do not know, I am moving to Manhattan for a two-year film conservatory I am so excited I could throw up like I literally just get to write movies and like like okay honestly like I'm not a techie like despite me being an audio producer which I feel like is so fucking easy I am so bad at tech like literally my professor one of my most favorite professors on the planet one class I've taken a few classes with him and he was like don't worry Valley like I used to be the worst editor in my class too excuse me but d- damn like shit okay i mean golly like he would always compliment me if i was in like other people's movies or like my audio projects but whenever it was film he'd be like okay uh, all right um okay so what was this about what do you mean like what do you mean what like whatever so but i'm a great script writer and whatever i'll learn the tech it's fine the idea is that i get to do art all day like all day that's all i've ever wanted out of life in a city that makes sense for me aka manhattan because san diego was not it okay so i'm not like gonna go into details because frankly i don't really care to i expose myself to you guys literally every week uh like okay manhattan real estate is made to give you chest pains like my breasts ache with rage like i that was the most difficult process ever. I think I started looking at apart. Actually, I know that I started looking at apartments like when um, quarantine started. Okay, so we've been in quarantine since like 2004. Literally, like I've been looking for an apartment that long. I just, just made it official last night at like 8 p.m. Th- that is crazy. I'm moving very, very soon. Like not at all i'm moving in a like very soon so that's kind of insane to me but we found a gorgeous apartment that we love is it a studio yes because manhattan real estate is dummy expensive but still it's all mine it's small and cute just like me um what else what else oh for school like literally for them to let you start you have to get a clear covid test like you have to get tested and um it has to be obviously negative um within 10 weeks what am i trying to say within 10 days of the first um day of the semester and honestly like i've been fine so far but if i go all the way to get some blood drawn and stick that super turbo q-tip up my freaking nose and then i end up actually having covid i'm 
killing everybody. I'm airing the whole bitch out. Like, I am not fucking kidding. For me to be able to sit in York County in this little closet for the last five months unbothered, and then the minute I moved to Manhattan for things to go south, yeah, it's, there's gonna be a valley-shaped hole through my wall. Ooh, you know what? Okay. <clears throat> As previously mentioned in my season two promo, I remember telling you guys that I was going to have a DM section. Oh my God. So that's exactly what we're about to do. So my DMs are a wild place, a wild place. And honestly, I used to be a little thicker. I used to be thicker than a snickle. I was like, oh, closer to 200 pounds, much closer than I am right now. And I fucking, people used to talk to me nasty. Like, people talk to Thickies nasty. Now I'm a little slimmer, but people still totally talk to me crazy. Okay, let's start. For example, my ex randomly hit me up on a random Instagram that he randomly made. Like, don't you have something to do? Don't, like, go build a log house or something. Go do something that men do. Okay, so he messages me and he was like, Oh, are you wearing your natural hair now? Okay, first of all, we were together for quite some time, so he knows exactly what my natural hair looks like. You bum diddly old ass bitch. So I was like, yes, obviously, that's the hair that grows out of my head. Thank you very much. And he was like, well, well, I just wanted to make sure because I think somebody posted your sex tape on Netflix and chill on Snapchat. What? Okay, so based off the context of that sentence, I'm led to believe that there is a channel on Snapchat called Netflix and Chill, and based off the context, I'm forced to believe that that is where people watch sex. I, I, okay, I didn't even know Snapchat had that. I was under the impression Snapchat, well... No, Snapchat's nasty too. But I didn't know that was a thing, one. Two, he's talking about, well, I would never post an intimate moment of us and I just wanted you to know that. First of all, yes the fuck you would. Like, yes, he absolutely would. Let's start and end there. Like, why are you lying? So obviously I blocked him again and I'm going to keep blocking him. Like, I feel like that was such a specifically strange way to try to talk to me. Like, that was the weirdest nut check of life, like, Oh, I think somebody posted your sex tape. First of all, who? Who on earth could it be? Like, in full transparency, it, there's absolutely no one that could. So, you know. Oh, and you know what else happened in my DMs? Oh, let me, let me pull up my Instagram. Okay, so I was talking about the Tory Lanez <clears throat> and Meg Thee Stallion incident because personally I feel like it's some bullshit about all these jokes circulating and stuff. So... I posted, scroll, 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 scroll. You hear me scrolling? Tiddity tap tap. Okay, so I posted, quote unquote, the general response to this whole thing would have been different if Tory Lanez, and I bleeped out Tory Lanez's name, obviously, because from this day forth, he is a curse word. If Tory Lanez had shot Ariana Grande, for example, and then I said, Meg the Stallion was 100% right when she said black women aren't protected and y'all prove it every day. First of all, I had way too many people agree with me. Not that that matters, but like I did. I am a black woman. So wouldn't I have like a solid perspective of the black experience? I'm a black woman with Caribbean parents living in America. So I have experienced and been through a few different experiences being a black woman from a bunch of different angles. Feel me? Okay, so this young man that I went to law school with, law school, and he passed the bar, like he's a real ass lawyer, <clears throat> said 
To be fair, this narrative is just further separating the black community. It's like me saying the following, what happened to you being a strong black woman? I've never heard white women say, white men ain't, white men ain't shit, I don't need no man, white women aren't protected. It's just things that we need to not say anymore. But yeah, LOL, Tori is crazy. We all need to stick together, no bashing. Okay, so like, I don't feel like I even need to go into the very, very tangible... I don't think we need to go over all of the fundamentally incorrect things that he felt the need to type out, proofread, punctuate, and then send to me. But um, I don't really understand why whenever I talk, but not even just I, people that look like me, whenever we talk, it's like, well, it's like an instant argument instead of our experience just being like, accepted like like you have to prove that you went through something or have gone through something and it's like but everybody's doing it and then you're telling me it's not happening like it's like a constant gaslight that's happening and like I'm totally used to it like I have 25 years of experience of being a black girl so I just literally said okay LMFAO and I don't even realize like he probably thinks I was agreeing with him because yeah niggas really be that dense and self-centered but whatever so that is my DMs section. I hope your DMs are a little bit smoother than mine. What else, what else? Ooh, okay, so like since losing all that weight with the pancreatitis last year, I just like decided to hold off on getting new clothes until I went um, to New York. And I definitely did that last night. That was crazy. I spent, that was crazy. Like I'm, I normally don't look back at how much money I spent and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I look back like, that was a lot, but I never look like this. That was crazy. That was insane. But in my defense, I needed new everything. Like, I didn't even have underwear that fit, but that was still fucking crazy. Like, that was insane. What else? What else? What else? Honestly, a lot of drama hasn't really been happening because my contacts list went from 362, 362, 300, what am I trying to say 363 to 62 people like I and he, honestly that's a lot I definitely don't talk to 62 people a day that's crazy like no thank you um but honestly like that's the best thing that possibly could have happened at this point just trimming the fat trimming the fat and what else I don't know I've just been trying to like practice detachment like as much as I possibly can just like being detached from ego and being detached from things that I feel like I absolutely need because I think a lot of times we as humans definitely don't need things and need people as much as we absolutely think we do. I think we're a lot more independent than we would think. Um, and I'm trying to learn and practice that every day because, you know, you know, that shit's hard. Like, communicating is hard. Like, being vulnerable is hard. Like, that shit is hard. But you, I, you, me, and Dupree, we all only have things to gain from that. So that's something that I've been actively and consciously trying to do. What else? What else? I mean, my new apartment is perpendicular to Wall Street. That's gorgeous. So can't wait for rich men to spoil me and for me to take their presents and then go to my apartment upstairs and not text them back word to Rihanna. I really can't wait. Honestly, like this is going to be a mini cast because I I like I just wanted to kick off season 2 with a bunch of happiness and I you know what I mean? Gratitude is the 
gratitude is the word of the year. I mean, it's the word, the word of my lifetime, but it's definitely the word for 2020 because 2020 fucking sucks. Like 2020 is some bullshit, but it's been like absolutely one of the most teachable years. Like I've never learned so much and I anticipate that's only going to get more intense once I move, but I couldn't be more grateful. And thank God my life is back on track because that fucking sucked. Um, that I don't wish to ever repeat that again. I don't want to do that. That fucking, yeah, I don't want to do that. So that being said, thank you for listening, guys. I am so happy to kick off season two. I'm getting new equipment. It's going to be a good, good time. If you guys have any questions, you can email me at your favorite cup of coffee at gmail.com or you can DM me at Valiola with three L's on Instagram. Um, let's see, let's see. As always, I'm available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Pandora, Stitcher, Deezer, all of those. Literally every podcast listening app other than SoundCloud. Because I feel like, damn, if I'm available on like 15 different platforms, can you just get you one? Like I got to do it on SoundCloud too. But, you know. Thank you for listening. Without me, there is no you. Thank you so much, guys. With the world.